tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Get up, get up! Welcome to this week's reclap of Dance Moms. It's season five, episode seven, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wild Wild West Coast Part One. In Wild it was. There's more coming. Yeah, there's. This is only the first half of the drama. Um, so thank you for tuning in this week, and always make sure to subscribe and follow us on YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. We love hearing from you guys. We all love hearing your comments and reading them down below after the show. So thank you always. I'm your host, Lexi Hamasfar, and with me are the lovely ladies. Hey, everyone. I'm Candice Camacho. Hello there. My name is Christy Olson. And hit that thumbs up button right now, please. Thumbs yes. up. Thumbs up. Subscribe. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, this week, what, well, I guess part one, was pretty much focused around a music video production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the I, rehearsal. I was surprised. I thought that they were going to be in L.A. longer. I mean, I guess I assumed wrong. I thought, well, we'll see how long they stretch it out. Right. You as never know. Right. I, I know you never know, but... Yeah. I thought that they were there to, you know, help build her studio. Yeah, but it's not. It's Third Street Dance, which ironically yeah. is like five feet from where I live. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, inside her That tidbit. is cool. I know. I like that. Well, I love that this episode did focus on them actually dancing and trying to do the industry stuff and not mm-hmm. just the moms being dramatic yeah. with each other. So that was really refreshing, I like and I love yeah. this episode. Well, and it really showed that they are prepared at the end of the day for... Mm-hmm you know, casting calls and auditions and things like that because they came in and they were trained to be, you know, they triple threat. Yeah, yes. they did. Yeah, yeah, thanks to Abby's training. Let's not forget. Right. <laughs> they were confident. They, you know, so it's hard to, to improv like that sometimes in front of your peers, in front of a panel of people who are just staring at you. Exactly, for sure. Okay, so... Um, Maddie isn't here this week because she's filming Austin and Allie, which is a Disney Lucky show. I'm girl. sure all of you watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so they need a sub to fill in for her. They need some swings. And she brings in Sarah, who was on the select team last yes. season. And Bryn, who is also from Kalani Studio in Arizona. Yes. Yeah. Which, two substitutes. Right. Yeah, it takes two girls to fill Maddie's shoes, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Not I did, surprised. too. I was like, two of them. And I, I thought it was interesting, her, well, let's just see if these are going to be my, you know, new t- couple permanent girls, and maybe I'll take them. And it's like... Right. Well, well I thought they were both fantastic. They are. They are. Yeah. yeah. They are. And Kira, right off the bat, was not amused that those girls were the ones that were brought in because they have drama. Yes. 
back at their studio. Lots of drama. Lots mm. of drama. They do not get along well. So that was not good. But um, the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, Mia was the last one on the bottom because of she course. didn't perform. Okay. Yeah. JoJo, I thought it was interesting how she described JoJo. That she was like fifth in competition, mm-hmm. fifth in so she's fifth in the pyramid and sometimes she acts like a five year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was like, a pretty good singer, I thought. Yeah. That's yeah. that's a put down and you shouldn't that's disgusting what she said to her. Oh, did you think it was that bad? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was kinda like, Yeah, girl, that's right. <laughs> I was glad that Jess stood up for the fact that she wasn't gonna show JoJo Carrie. She mm-hmm. was like you know, that's so inappropriate. She did. She doesn't need to see that. Well, the way she was making a big deal out of it last week, I kind of forgot that JoJo was 11 years old. I feel like at that age, I thought scary movies were really cool, and I was really into it. Yeah. And I was kind of like, oh, that's right, she's 11. Maybe, yeah. maybe I would have shown it to her. I don't know. Well, I got really upset last week's episode that they were going to share the, show that to the little girl. And I was, I, I felt for Jez and JoJo on in that little piece, like, I kind of, like, fell and love with JoJo a little bit more because up until now her character has like been annoying me a little bit but Mm -hmm. once like through the through through the events I just was like oh wow like it's kind of cool that she was standing up for herself and that she did well up and then she left and exactly I did think it was very good that JoJo spoke up and Mm -hmm. said you know that if Abby yells at her she's gonna cry but at the same time all those girls get yelled at all the time and they They keep their composure during the Pyramid. And they never talk back either. I think that was the distinction here was that JoJo spoke her piece and I thought it was a little bit much. I wasn't really feeling it the way that you guys were. But that's what bothered Abby is, you know, the other girls don't do that. The moms made that point and they were very right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at least she did it respectfully. Mm-hmm. I thought that the way JoJo said it to her at least was kind of respectfully. It could have been yeah. a lot worse. She could have been in hysterics, but it, she kept herself together. Yeah, she mm-hmm. wasn't she wasn't hateful. She just said, you know, you're yelling at me, so if you yell at me, I'm going to cry. And no, you shouldn't talk back to any adult. But then no adult should be screaming at a kid anyway. So I thought, I mean, in the past instances, I was like, you know, JoJo needs to calm down a little bit. But in this instance, I was like, you go, girl. Don't don't let that woman run over you. Mm -hmm. Wow, I was feeling really differently. So do you think when they left... The, the studio room and went and had their own little conversation. That really crossed a line for me. Did you guys think that was too much? I thought that JoJo was a little out of line when she said that uh, Abby is a baby and mm-hmm. she can't handle being talked back. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was a little disrespectful. But she was saying it to her mom and I think that in any situation we would have probably said the same thing to our moms because that's a closed environment with the exception that there's a camera in her face for this. (laughs) (laughs) For me, she overstepped the line. One, giving her that piece, the blood, thought it was blasphemy that she didn't watch the video. So at that point, it's just all rules are off. You know, say whatever, do whatever. I can see myself kind of doing what Jezelyn did with JoJo. And I mean, I don't know. It's kind of cool because... They did stand up for themselves, and then she's like, I'm sorry, and then they got back in line, so. You know what made me, what kind of stuck out to me about that is, like, JoJo and Jessalyn are, like, BFFs. They're that kind of mother and daughter, right. you know, and they speak to each other in sort of the same way and talked about Abby in the way, mm-hmm. and, and Jessalyn really kind of cultivates that in JoJo. She wants her to be this sassy little girl, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking that's all going to turn on her in about three years when JoJo hits 14, 15. Maybe Jessalyn's not going to think it's so cute anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's. I think the sassiness is definitely cute when you're younger, but you know, if she were to do that to a high school teacher, mm-hmm. she'd be in detention. Right. Right. So I think that it just comes with the territory that they're in right now. Mm-hmm. It it does. Yeah, and you're right. You wouldn't say that to a high school teacher, but hopefully the high school teacher wouldn't be throwing daggers at you and saying <laughs> that you're a mature five year old. You know, whatever she said. Five. Um, yeah, fifth grader, five year old. Whatever. Exactly. But <laughs> JoJo, in the end, you know, decides to apologize, take the high road, which Abby even points out and is like, hey, good job for taking the high road. But here's the thing. So before we get to that, Maddie and Kalani were in the middle row. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Maddie right. wasn't on top. I know. And then Kendall was on top. Yes. And Yay, I was sad that she didn't get... The kudos from Abby because JoJo interrupted her. Yeah, the yeah. feedback. I really wanted to know. Abby was about to say something happened, and I didn't know she was going to say like something really clicked in you, and you know this is one of your greatest performances, mm-hmm. or there really could have been a lot of things that she where right. way she was going with that. But yeah, I really wanted to hear it too. Yeah. And you know, the producer sent them in right at that. You know, all right, go. You know, right at that time to interrupt. That, that would have been neat to hear. You know. You've grown as a dancer, something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So this week, because it's their last week in L.A., is about the most famous feuds, since they've been feuding so much on the show. (laughs) And it was, I don't know, I thought that the pairings were really weird. Um, Kalani and... Kalani and why did I write Sonia? (laughs) Kalani and Sarah were Nancy and Tanya. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding. And um, Mackenzie was Lucy and JoJo was Ethel in the Lucy and Ethel feud, which didn't really seem like it was a feud. Yeah, that's not a feud. No. No. They, they were more like friendly, kind of. They were best hate. friends, but there were a few episodes where they kind of turned on each other with all their little tricks. You know, it ended up backfiring and then it went wrong. So I sort of got that. Like when the little, when the girls uh, bumped into each other kind of from behind and were like, whoa, like that's very Lucy and Ethel, like just kind of bumbling physical comedy. I thought it was cute. I think we have a chat roll question actually. Hi, you guys. Hello. Hi. Hey. Um, So Sheila asked, hey, After Buzzers, do you guys think JoJo will be alive after Abby sees that clip? (laughs) (laughs) Sheila, that's a great question. Shout out to you. Love you, Sheila. Hey. That is a good one. I'm thinking if she hasn't already gotten the axe, that might be the nail in her coffin. You might be right about that. Mm -hmm. I feel like Abby might have to approve these episodes, though, before they air. Yeah. So she's seen it already? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like nobody gets to approve before things air in reality TV. Really? You know Kris Jenner approves the Kardashian. Um, Kim, Kim's got to approve her, her episodes. I, I personally I'd be surprised think if Abby Lee Miller gets that distinction. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, she probably doesn't have that power, but I right. think Abby I think Abby would be fine with the clip. Totally. You think so? I do. I'm, I'm like think- going out in left field with this show crazy, <laughs> I know, but... I think that if she's seeing it in real time, by the time she saw this, that was filmed, what, however many months ago? What's right, the point in rehashing old stuff? Yeah. Maybe if she was having an off day, she would, like, lash out at JoJo for it, but... Uh, I, I just think she keeps a memory file of all that kind of stuff, and, you know, she does have control over, I think, which dancers come back. Mm-hmm. You know, now yeah. we've seen some return from the select team and from some of her other shows, mm-hmm. and so she's keeping that all right up here when casting time comes around. Right. And let's not forget that this all incited a big lecture from Abby about entitlement, and I thought that was really interesting. She was like, you deserve nothing. 
And that kind of seemed to be a, f- a theme throughout the episode. All the moms kept talking about, well, our girls should get these opportunities. Mm-hmm. They're on the team. They deserve it. Deserve, deserve. And it's like, no. Abby decides who gets the solos. Abby decides whom and how many are in the group dance. It was kind of a weird way that it, the cards came down this week with the two duets and the two group dances. But Abby is making those decisions. And you don't want to tick her off. I don't know. I just think it was really weird that Kendall and Nia didn't get in the duets this week. Yeah. I think it was very weird that the girl on the top of the pyramid was not rewarded in the last week in L.A. And especially that Nia, I mean, maybe she was being punished kind of for still, yeah. last week what happened. But I still think it was weird that she hasn't gotten anything But Abby yeah. usually LA. does when she brings these new girls in. She usually gives them a chance, gives them a solo or, mm-hmm. or a spotlight in some way. And I think it's sort of a test. You know, she knows what Kendall and Nia can do. Then they rocked it last week, besides Nia. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Nia's yeah. rocked it in the past several times. Right. So she kind of knows already. So she brought these new girls in, and she's not going to keep them around for more than one week if she doesn't like what they do. So she wants to see what they can do, and then either say bye-bye or welcome to the team. Right. I, I, didn't, just, I didn't think it was fair. I didn't think it was fair either. Kendall should have gotten something, and so should Nia. They, they both should have. And then I felt like Nia, uh, Kendall's com- confidence kind of went down through the mm-hmm. episode, too. And I just mm-hmm. think, like, that why not wait to bring those girls back for competitions when they're back based in Philadelphia? They could have, she could have left. If Abby is truly, they're all of their managers, which, mm-hmm. for the record, she's not. <laughs> she's not. If you look on IMDb Pro, she's listed as Maddie's manager with Rachel Rothman, who does, uh, she, I've worked with her for when Nia and Holly were on the show. Okay. And she does Matt, uh, McKenzie, but she's not even listed as McKenzie's manager. Huh. That's interesting. Mm. She's, oh no, not Mackenzie's music producer. She is um, Kendall's music producer, I believe. That's interesting. Hmm. So, I just, I don't know. I just think that. It's all for, it's all for show. I know, but if if she's going to bring them all out, she should at least. Own up. Give, give them one time to have a solo or a duet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, now I'm kind of questioning this. Why bring these other two girls in when they're doing the L.A. thing and stuff? I hadn't really thought about it that way, ladies. Well, it's just another shot in the foot to the other girls. You know, it kind of just kind of would yeah. make me wilt a little bit and be mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I keep trying and trying. I'm all the way out here. Like, what the heck? I agree. Yeah. So the group routines were... Uh, again, I thought weird, but uh, no laughing matter, <laughs> which was based off of clowns, mm-hmm. and it was Bryn, Kalani, Mackenzie, and Sarah, and then Moulin Rouge, but it was Moulin. the pop based pop, yeah. Moulin Rouge, it was like which the they obviously called license, so we never heard or actually yeah, saw them course. dancing to that. <laughs> right, that was really weird. I was like, okay, I couldn't even tell what Awkward. the dance was like gonna be like. Right, yeah, but Kendall, Nia, Jojo, and again Mackenzie. We're in that. Why is Mackenzie getting so many dances this week? That's what I yeah, wonder. She's, she's in, in like three. three. That's a lot for a little girl. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's a lot of stuff to, to do. A lot of choreography. And Abby even kind of said at the beginning of the episode, like, this is going to be an intense week, mm-hmm. you know, and then goes and gives the biggest role to, like, the smallest child. <laughs> right. <laughs> and because she has so many, she has four performances in this competition, which will air next week, she brings in the guest choreographer. Yeah. And Jill's mad. <laughs> yeah, Jill was really mad because their girls don't work as well with a guest. Right. And she feels like 
Abby is dedicating all of her time to the guest stars, which mm-hmm. she is. Mm-hmm. She is. Yeah. Again, I think it's that she wants to see what these little girls can do with her time, with her teaching. You know, she has a very unique way of of teaching technique and stuff, and it's worked very well for the girl she has, and I think she's wondering if, okay, if I give these girls an hour with me, can they do the same thing as my girls? Mm. I, I think know. she's just being a jerk again. <laughs> and I think I think she has, they have a meeting with each of the moms before the episode starts and is like, okay, you're the you're the one today that's going to be talk the most. Yeah, more hateful. Alright, this is your week. You're pushy. <laughs> it's just like, you know, yeah. every time it's a different mom. And Jill is like, you know, working it and that blue shirt. And she looked mm-hmm. great. And she the bangs and, you know, she's getting her airtime. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, I just think that for how much Abby has been gone during this whole first part of the season in L.A., she should have dedicated her last competition in L.A. to the girls. She should To the have. ALDC girls. Yes. But we all know Miss Abby should be doing a lot of things. I just sure. don't, I don't know that, that feeling that like we deserve it. We're the team. We're this and that. Like that's not how it works in Hollywood. And that's exactly what Abby was saying about entitlement. Like if you walk into an audition, like, um, I was the first in line. So I'm, I should get this. You right. know what I mean? Like that's just not quite how it works. It's not how it works, but they're doing a, a competition, which isn't really. Hollywood yet, but it's mm-hmm. like, for goodness sake, like, throw them a bone or something or a half a brownie <laughs> or just give them, like, a little bit of some positive positivity, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're just little kids and it's not a big, crazy record deal. It's another dance competition. Right. So, and, and all the moms are even talking about Jill and Holly specifically, how annoyed they've been since they, you know, got off the plane and it's been nothing but competitiveness and temper tantrums and drama since they got there. And Jill kind of asks Ashley, um, and Tracy what's, what the deal is with them and Kira. Well, yeah, in- she put them on the spot. The instigator. So what's up? Like, I just am, like, sensing that you two aren't, gro- you two don't groove together. You're, I, you, I you don't get along. I think she was concerned that they would all team up together. I mean, I think just, she just wanted to stir. Other, that would be three moms against the other original ones, which is there three or four of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it would be, I think she was afraid that there was like a mutiny going down. You know what I mean? And one thing that I thought was super interesting about that is Kalani, when they first brought those other two girls in, Kalani was happy to see them. She smiled and was like, hey, you know, like as if my friends are here. I think totally Sarah different situation with is the moms. one of her best friends because I was reading through some tweets earlier today and Addie, which is Kalani's best friend, was tweeting or something, and Sarah was tagged, and they were like, I miss my best friends, Kalani oh. and Sarah. Oh, okay. So they're that tight, and yeah. Kira and Tracy aren't. Yeah. That's going to be hard for wow. the kids. And- I've been best friends with girls, and my mom has hated the other mom before. Sorry, um, mom. Yeah, yeah it happens. No, no. If, if my girl, if my girlfriend didn't like my mom, then she wasn't my girlfriend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Mom is my best friend still. Oh, I know. I, I like know. that. I know. I All feel right. like that's how you and your daughter are going to be, though, too. You never know. She might hate me. <laughs> okay, so in the middle of the rehearsal, uh, Abby gets a call from Maddie B's dad Yay. slash manager dad. Oh my god, Maddie B. OMG. Oh my god. Oh my god, he's so cute. Did you see? Like, he was cute. He reminds me of Bieber when he first got discovered. Yeah, yeah when you know? he was clean cut. 
Yeah, like that little innocent kid before he. Yeah. Hopefully, Maddie B stays on the straight and narrow path, yeah, right? So. And yeah, because his music's got a little bit of edge. You know, he's yeah, like a little rapper cute. boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's like cute. poppy and whatever. But mm-hmm. he has over three point four million subscribers on YouTube. I mean, this yeah. kid is huge mm-hmm. for that demographic. Yeah, and basically, he wants um, the ALDC girls to come in and audition and be in his movie or his music video. But and Abby wants to hook him up with one of her girls. Yes. I thought I saw those wheels turning yeah. right away. She was yeah. like, romance, tabloid, storyline. Are you single? Like, let's do this. And he was so, like, uncomfortable. He was like, uh, no. I don't have a girl. Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was funny, funny If you're going to be famous, get used to asking that, getting asked that question. Right. But Kendall even, <laughs> Kendall was like, I think he's so cute, but he's shorter. So I don't know how well that's going to work out for me. So, yeah. <laughs> that was I said, I said that a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I, I really like him, but man, he's too short. Yeah. <laughs> happened a lot. <laughs> I know. I thought that was a really cute moment when she said that. <laughs> Does anybody think Kendall is wearing too much makeup for just, not when she's competing, but just like in the studio and stuff? I always mm. think she looks so pretty. She is so pretty, but... She does wear a lot. I mean, I am the last person to be telling anyone that they're wearing too much makeup, so well, I better bow out of that part of the conversation. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you guys are wearing just the perfect amount, so you can discuss this. I started playing with makeup when I was young, because I loved it, but I, I think that she looks, you know, age-appropriate. It's okay. not like she's smearing black eyeshadow on her eyes or anything like that okay. so never mind i wasn't saying anything bad i just <laughs> think she's a beautiful girl and i would she, like she for her gorgeous. more natural beauty to shine through mm-hmm. i've noticed that over the seasons they've all started wearing more and more makeup and i i, I just i personally if i was in their position i think i would put on makeup too because i'm gonna be on camera and yeah on you know no i don't i okay sorry i just was talking about the black eyeliner and i know how i have it on but i'm a grown woman <laughs> you look good, girl. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not a child. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so Mackenzie, Abby comes out and talks to the mom, and she's basically like, "Well, I don't want Mackenzie to be in this if she's not going to have a what top she? billing, yeah, yeah, top billing, which makes total credit. sense, right?" Yeah, and. Jill is basically saying to Abby that she should give one of the other girls yeah, a which, chance. Which I was like, oh, go for it. Go, just go for I know, it. Jill's you know, like just shameless. Like, she's not anything go this well, week. Just yeah. go ahead and like put one of the other girls in that don't have a record deal, that, lo- that are looking for a record deal, you know? Yeah. So it's like sane person would. Right. And Abby's like, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Were you guys surprised by Abby's reaction <laughs> to that? No. Oh. No, I mean, I was kind of not with Abby on that. I wouldn't have told Jill to shut up. But I mean, again, that was that like entitlement thing. Like, well, you know, Mackenzie shouldn't do it. So one of our girls should get to do it. It's like, no, Mackenzie should do it and get the top billing and be, you know, yeah. Maddie B featuring Max Z. Mm-hmm. And if that's not how it's going to be, then it's going to be weird. Right. Jill isn't in charge, but I just thought it was funny. I think I wrote LOL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I would love to see Kendall get the lead. And, and oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Sure. That's fantastic. I, I agree with her. Like if, she, if you know, McKenzie can't be in it, then one of the other girls should have the opportunity. It just was like funny, like... You know? Well, I'm sure you all watched the video. We did too. (laughs) We all know what happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, YouTube it. So the next day, they're in um, the Moulin Rouge rehearsal, and... I've, I, there's a few parts in this that I want to talk about because I noted, noticed some editing stuff. Um, Jill says in particular that Abby is taking care of the number she wants to take care of first. The thing is, though, is that she starts that sentence by saying Abby is, 
and that was a voiceover. Did you guys? I I listened to it a few I catch times. I all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's you terrible. could tell that it was a different volume level. It was there. You know, there was no background noise, stuff like that. So you could tell uh, that that was spliced I together. Didn't catch that. And then also, um, she says Kendall and Nia, who are always shoved to the curve, while to the curb while this acro sad clown is set, and while the. They, uh, those were spliced together also. Oh. Uh, our and audience knows all about Frankenbites from last week. Right. Yeah. We're schooling you guys good. No, well, it wasn't Frankenbites. It was when they were talking, but when they spliced it together, they were showing Holly, mm-hmm. Holly's reaction mm-hmm. over Jill's. Her saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also said, and the Moulin Rouge dances from a choreographer that doesn't teach our kids, and the Moulin was spliced together. Oh. So, wow. just so you know, it goes to show that there's a lot of editing. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So you can go back Good and stuff. listen to that. But um, Jill asked Melissa about the singing. And Melissa was like, well, I think it'll be fine, but I think it's like going backwards in her career. Mm-hmm. And Holly was like, really? Because he has like a hun- one billion views. Mm-hmm. And then Melissa changes her mind. Exactly. Which that does change the entire situation. Exactly. You know, if he goes from being a... D-lister in her mind to an A-lister, of course you want your daughter to have that opportunity. But everybody has you know, Safari, YouTube on their phone, you need to be Googling that when, you know, at the first phone call. Melissa needs to be a little bit more schooled and have like a little bit more information that she showed us that later on in the episode too. So she needs to kind of like, you know, school herself a little bit more because Mm -hmm. she shouldn't have made that mistake. Agreed. Yeah, she's not very savvy for like having this huge superstar as a daughter now. Right. You think Mm -hmm. she'd be learning these things. Yeah, she needs to get her apps straight, you know, <laughs> she needs her YouTube apps like on the front of her phone. Right. No, I, I totally agree. Um, but but at the same time, like, do you think that Melissa's response was appropriate to Jill when she was like, I don't care if you guys are gonna slam me. Like I'm changing my mind on this. And yeah, now I want she McKenzie. Even swore, I believe, didn't she? She did in the yeah, yeah, she did. She said, but that's there was not a blank cool. out there. No, it was not cool. Yeah. I, I think she out of all the moms, she's the like the least confrontational mom and mm-hmm. I think she just she, yeah. she just can't take she just doesn't want to go there. So I think that's kind of like her stopper. Yeah, and she probably just wants to be happy for her girls and be excited and sit there and be like, oh my gosh, my daughter is shooting a Disney show right now. My other daughter's got the most roles in this dance. And she just wants to sit and be happy because she's happy about it. And any mom in (laughs) that situation. just want to tear it up. But she probably felt a little bit silly for not knowing that that's a big thing Mm -hmm. uh, that your daughter's up for that you don't know. So she probably, that's like... Probably, she probably felt like a little silly, so that's why she was like, Phew. "Yeah." And this was the next day, right? So they would have had time to do some research. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that is true. And speaking about Lucy, or not Lucy, uh, Mackenzie <laughs> and JoJo's rehearsal, and Abby made that comment about how it's to show also the rival between the two girls. I thought that that was kind of weird because they're two totally different performers. It's like comparing Maddie and Mackenzie. Yeah, it's kind of a whole different ball of wax. Yeah, really? but once they got in the audition, they were the two that were yeah. up against each other. They did go head to head, so she obviously yeah. saw something there. I don't know. Yeah, she she obviously did see something. That's why she said that. But mm-hmm. before this, I didn't really see a rivalry between them. I didn't either. 
cut well, off. Well, Abby's going to create one, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the next day, the casting director comes in, Marshall Manning, and Blake, who's Maddie B's dad. Slash manager. Yeah, mm. slash manager. Dadager. Dadager. I was going to say, what's Dadager. that called at that point? Dadager. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and they announced that there's going to be one person who does both, is both the lead girl and does vocals mm-hmm. on the track. So not only are they auditioning to dance, but they're auditioning to sing also. And we finally get to hear them all sing a cappella. Yeah. I've been dying mm-hmm. for this. I know. You know, after even the talk last week, oh, Nia's the best singer. It was like, oh, I want to hear them. When Nia recorded her song last week, we only saw her singing along <clears throat> with the backing track. Right. And you couldn't really hear her real voice. Yeah. So I've been dying to know who's got the real vocals up in here, and mm-hmm. we finally got to see it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Eric Serapton is doing the choreography for the music video. So I thought it was very good, of, it was smart of JoJo to volunteer to go first. She always does. Of course she, yeah. She did last time, up, too. JoJo, let someone else go, and like maybe they won't do it correctly, and you'll be able to learn from that. And, you know, that's just exactly the problem that Abby has with her is, like, it's too gung-ho. It's like, yeah. take a step back, take it all in, see what everybody else does. You know, you're not even on the team. Like, it could have benefited her to maybe hold back for a second and let someone else go first. But you know what? I, I, growing up, I was always told to, you know, put the first foot forward and take that step and volunteer for because it shows that you're ready to go and you're not scared and, you know, you're going to step into the light and you're going to be fine. Yeah. I, I think they will. all should have been going, no, me, me, me. me exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah. 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 That is true. You should show a, an, an aggression, but I always tended to go last so I would be, like, the most fresh in, the, in like, the producer's mind or the coach's mind. Ah, strategy. Yeah. <laughs> we all have our strategy. little strategies. Yeah. <laughs> then I could try to do something different than all those other girls did. Which we learned last week is the right thing to do. Yeah, so this time I wore my honky-tonk shirt. No, <laughs> That sounded really hick, but I am from Missouri, so I guess I'm off the hook. <laughs> well, I love it, y'all. Any country fans out there, y'all? Me. Um, okay, so they made a lot of comments about the dancers that I thought were interesting, and they were good takeaway points for anyone who ever mm. is going to be auditioning. Yeah. Uh, he said that Brenna looks down a lot. Yeah. Kendall. It was true. It was true. And Kendall was one of the stronger ones. Kalani, she was a pinup girl, basically was what she what he was saying, and that there was a lot of confidence. Nia, I thought it was funny that he asked about the death drop. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the way they cut it or showed it, it did it look, looked awkward. Yeah. It it looked like it was. Well, you couldn't tell what it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he yeah. had said he doesn't want to see their tricks. Right. You know. Chat real question. Hey. What's up? Hi. What do you so, want to know, guys? Alexa Wilson. Or Alexia Wilson, excuse me, says, "Hey, After Buzzers, who who did you think got the role before they announced it?" Ooh, good question. Ooh, that is a good question. I thought uh, I thought Mackenzie was going to get the lead role. I thought Joe. Well, I thought Kalani was because JoJo's voice mm-hmm. wasn't strong enough. Right. Yes. Yeah. I was kind of thinking maybe JoJo, but then thinking that they would do what they talked about with Kalani and having it be like an older girl cutesy crush kind of a thing. Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. that would have worked really well. I thought in the end, I thought Kalani looked fantastic in her audition. In fact, whenever the camera's on her, sometimes I'm like, just stay on her face because she's mm-hmm. just so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But I feel like in the end, I knew that they were going to pick somebody more his size. and Which is Mackenzie. Yeah. And I didn't think Kalani's vocals were as strong as Mackenzie's either. So I, that's that why I picked true. Mackenzie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So thank Great you. Great question, though. Yeah, I like that one. Um, okay, so going back to that, though, Sarah, she they said that she had an older, more mature vibe. And then Mackenzie was doing all the tricks. Mm-hmm. And they were like, she's doing everything we told her not to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, that's a big mistake in an audition. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to show you can follow direction. That's right. Yeah. Um, she didn't look, she didn't have as much confidence as I would have thought. Mackenzie, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. I, she, she stepped it up as the audition went on because she caught on that they were, you know, really uh, considering JoJo, too. So I saw mm-hmm. that, like, build. Well, and they kind of pointed that out when they brought Maddie B out to test her with him. They were like, oh, well, she's was, not showing a Mason lot of confidence. Or something. Yeah. I'm assuming that like an older brother. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he was, was like a, a bigger. At that point. He, he was like a stand-in stand yeah. guy. He's probably guy. a brotherager. Yeah. Well, either way, he's getting... Maddie B's assistant. Either way, he's getting paid. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But overall, I mean, they obviously really liked Mackenzie from the get-go. I just... I don't know. I personally think that the contract stuff should have brought up before the audition even happened. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That and that's that's all Abby's fault. Well, and what I didn't understand is so they go and shoot this video. You don't. You have the vocals before you have the video. That's the point. You lip sync along with the vocals that you've already recorded. Mm-hmm. So when did that recording happen? And after the video? Yeah. And what's the you know it that all didn't seemed very sense. odd to me. No. So either maybe it was a very small vocal part. We ended up not hearing anybody on there. Spoiler. Well, we didn't end up hearing it because. Mackenzie was was pulled from the video, right? Yeah, you know? yeah that's what I'm saying. That's, the video's oh, up now, oh. and we know, you know, we yeah. know what happened now, right? Yeah, and we know y'all watch that video because it has almost a million views already. Yeah, <laughs> for a few days. Yeah. Okay, so we get to the day of the shoot, and Maddie is there. Mm-hmm. Personally, I think that they shouldn't have ambushed the rest of the girls by bringing Maddie in full makeup. Clearly that was set up ahead of time for her to have shown up. Well, what was odd was that the music, the video producer didn't know. And he was like kind of surprised, like, this could change everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe they would have done the older girl thing. I mean, Maddie is such a huge star. If she was going to be there, of course they were going to give her the lead role. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he seemed kind of turned off by the fact that why wouldn't someone tell him that? Yeah, he did. But I guess, you know, things could have happened. She could have gotten cut from a scene earlier, or she could have, you know, oh, wrapped, yeah. wrapped mm-hmm. earlier. But yeah, I need some time I, off, dude. Well, I would have. She's working hard. Yeah. You know, let all the other girls go do this, not because they deserve it, but because Maddie deserves a day off. Yeah. But I guess you got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. I, I, I would have brought Maddie. I would have brought her even if she just, you know, had to hang out. The whole day, and then you know we could. I would have brought her and full makeup, and then if she couldn't be in any parts, and we'd go for lunch or something. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't like just let her hang out at the seedy hotel or where you know. <laughs> well, I'm not, not saying sure that. Yeah. Saying. Not seedy hotel, but I mean, I've been like put up in like other cities, and it's you know it's okay, but. Yeah, it yeah. can be rough, yeah. yeah. So there's three tiers to how these girls are getting parts. Yeah, and I was irritated the way he kept saying tiers. And yeah, just call he, them group one, two, and three. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's just like but, you don't need to separate it like that. Like, we all know, like, the waitresses is more featured. Mm-hmm. That should be more money than the than the background. But mm-hmm. they're all important, you know, great opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right. And they were all in the majority of... The video. The, yeah, the yes. video. So... The third tier had Bryn, Kendall, and Sarah, 
Which surprised me since they said that Kendall was one of the stronger ones. Mm-hmm. But then they and went. She was. And she did rock. I just want to say, I didn't get to say this before. She did rock that vocal audition. She, she did. did. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was the best one. But but very narrowly, they were all great. I thought her and Nia were the best, I yes. think, in the yeah. vocal. Yeah. I thought, um, I thought Mackenzie was the best. And then the second tier was the waitresses, Nia, Kalani, and JoJo. Mm-hmm. And the lead was going to Mackenzie. And also there was a part specifically written for JoJo because of her sass. Yeah. She finagled that and part. You gotta like, give her that, I guess. Yeah. You do. She does. And if you look back on that music video, I mean, she has that, that star quality. Mm-hmm. She does. She knows how to work a camera, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and Abby wasn't there. She was an hour late. And so Melissa went ahead and signed the contract. Yeah. So a couple a couple things. Number one, above all, Abby should not have been late. This is a really big deal for the kids. No matter what. what as, their, as a manager. Exactly. As their dance coach. Yeah, and as their protector. Because the moms don't know about the legality. And it mm-hmm. is really important for them to get their credits and... To get the the money and residuals and how much money do I get off this many clicks or mm-hmm. however however it works that was disgraceful for her to be late. Now I can only think that it must have been for a good reason. No, there's but no good reason. Giving us, well, they haven't yeah. been giving us any other reason. This is a business venture, though. I mean. You can make an appointment with a lawyer for a phone call at a later time. I just think that she should have been there. It looked so unprofessional that she wasn't there. Unless you're in the hospital, you should be there. That's my opinion. Number one. Number two, Melissa should not have signed anything. This is like a big, big... How does she not know that? Huge lesson for Melissa. Oh, I just signed it. Oh, my God. All I I know is that she got the lead. Okay, I'm signing my life away, you know. If there's one thing you can't do in Hollywood, it's sign contracts or anything mm-hmm. aimlessly without right. reading every single detail. Right, without your manager present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I can't believe she didn't know that. I can't get over it. I, I cannot get over that she did that. I cannot believe that she didn't know not to do that. Yeah. I've gotten myself in big trouble. Like, I, I signed a whole buyout once, and but I didn't no. read that it was... I knew... I knew, like, the bulk of it, but I didn't know it was going to be on buses and on billboards in California and, like, all this stuff where I, like, started seeing my head, wow. my face. <laughs> wow. So you do have to watch, and then I could have been getting more money for mm-hmm. that. So, And I do think that Melissa was definitely... She was just being naive, yeah. naive I think. She mm-hmm. didn't know, so in a way, it's, like, not her fault, but it is. But at mm-hmm. the same time... Abby should not have reacted the way she did and been giving her a stink eye and so, so dramatic about it. And then I don't know what the whole thing was about Holly saying, um, or, or Jill saying, are you questioning the girls being here now and mm-hmm. all that? Because obviously that was the end of the episode. But it seriously weirded me out to see Abby being mad at Melissa. That almost never happens. Mm-hmm. And that she walked by and gave her that stink eye. I mean, I just always think of when Abby was going through her situation with her mother. And that's when I kind of realized how close she and Melissa really are. Well, was through that situation, I'm like, wow. She actually really did yeah. give her the stink eye. I mean, uh, yeah. that doesn't happen very often. I feel like Melissa was frustrated a lot during this episode. Even the opening scene, I think, was on Melissa in the studio before the yeah. pyramid. And she looked just so irritated. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe there was just something else going on behind the scenes. Because that just didn't seem like it was enough to set 
off that reaction. I mean, she, how was she supposed to know better if she's never done it before? Well, she should have researched. That was a Abby, big mistake, though. I mean, it could jeopardize Maxie's entire recording contract. Yeah, the record producer said she couldn't do the video. It's a big deal. It's a it's a really big deal because she whatever credit she gets, that means like the next thing they could have to pay her more, and mm-hmm. it just is a really big deal. Absolutely. And Abby has has told her that before. Like, I'm the manager. I make all. I call all the shots. So she shouldn't have signed anything, but. You know how it is when you're just in the heat of the moment and you're rushed and you're excited that, you know, she got the role. And so, you know, you get your adrenaline going. Mm-hmm. But it was a big mistake. <laughs> and Abby let her know it. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about the episode? Mm-hmm. Just the, the lack of the continuity with the vocals thing. Like, I really did not understand if that was just a storyline that someone's going to do vocals then, because clearly they weren't going to, because vocals would have had to have been recorded before they did the video. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, this, this very, reads as very storyline-y yeah. to me. The, the video was strange, because they all show up with their ma- their makeup, and apparently... Perfect. The, yeah, apparently it was just exactly what the producers wanted, and mm-hmm. then they get their parts then, and they're all learning the song, and... Yeah, they should have already had it learned. And and Melissa, it's whirlwind, not whirlwind. Just FYI. <laughs> FYI. Okay, let's move on to the news and gossip. So Maddie was named one of the top twenty-five best dressed at Fashion Week oh, by New York Magazine. So congrats, Maddie. Congrats. That's pretty really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, she looks like she's having a blast up there, uh, course, doing correspondence for Elle magazine. Aww, she's going to a lot of fashion shows. Good for her. I know. And then Brooke is also going to be in New York for Fashion Week. And they're also all promoting their Australian tour right now. The girls are going to be traveling that. to Australia. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. I saw this was interesting to me. Sarah tweeted last night. She was like, as much as I love ALDC, there's no place like my home at club dance and my family. Aww. Hmm. Interesting. So I don't think... Sh- I feel like that was a nice way of saying I'm not going to be around for very long on the show. <laughs> maybe she was getting sick of all the tweets. Like, maybe people were tweeting and wondering. Yeah. Right. You know? So did, did you make the team? That was yeah. her way of, uh, like, shutting it down. Because I'm sure that doesn't feel good to have no. to say that. Right. Uh, we have a chat roll question. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm trying to say this username correctly here. Uh, Ritster21 says, Hey, After Buzzers, should Melissa have waited that one hour for Abby to arrive, and would Maddie B have waited? Oh, so like, what would have she done since Abby wasn't there? Mm-hmm. I think you can move forward without the contract signed. You yeah. know, they could have started shooting, and I mean, that's not yeah. illegal. Called you know her, I mean? ca- called Abby, texted her, tweeted her, Instagrammed her, saying, "You need to get down here." Yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. so I have this contract in front of me. What should I do? I think that she should have. She knew what the overall circumstance was. Was that she wanted Maddie to have top billing? Or, I mean, Mackenzie to have top billing. So mm-hmm. I think she should have brought that up to the producers and been like I'm only signing it as long as I can see in the contract that this is what she's going to get at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She should have she should have been somewhat informed about the situation. Well that question kind of raises a good point. I wonder if Maddie B's dad Dedger kind of let this all happen. Like yeah we aren't we don't want to pay you. We don't want to feature this girl. You know yeah. but we're doing this thing for this show and maybe it was sort of an attempt to like snow Melissa and you know get her to just sign it and it is it sounds like it's a crappy contract from what Abby was saying yeah. so I don't think no no I don't think he would have waited because he was maybe trying to do that maybe okay let's move on to predictions and now 
your After Buzz TV predictions. So, we have the competition part next week. Yeah, Can't wait to see those dances in full. Yeah, I know. The costuming is going to be great. I know. So, do you have any specific predictions? Hmm. Not so much for the competition. I predict that this music video shoot is going to continue to go downhill. <laughs> I'm yeah. wondering what is, of course, Mac- Mackenzie and Maddie aren't in the video, so what the heck happens? Yeah. I'm wondering if they all storm off set together or if Abby handles it. I kind of think that Maddie B's dad is going to go head to head with Abby. Yes. She's mm. going to have to be very careful about how she starts to handle things out here because mm-hmm. your reputation world. speaks for yourself. And, yeah. you know, it would be really bad if she started, if people didn't want to work with the girls because of how Abby handles things and how yeah. she doesn't show up on time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a big, that's a big thing. So, yeah. I think the original team will probably go back to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't like, think Sarah is going to go back. I think she'll go back to Edinburgh. Yeah. To, um, Which they're in a good spot here anyway. Right, for sure. Yeah. Okay, girls, so where can we find you? Go ahead. Oh, everybody, please tweet me. I'm on all social media platforms at Christy Reports. I love to hear from you. Shout out to Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> As would I. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Candace underscore Camacho or definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel at New Mom, New Wife, New Life. Oh! I love that. And you can find me on all social media at Lexi Hamaspar. And real quick shout-outs. Thank you, Asia Cheetah, Ari Manillo, Abner Diaz, and Joseph Boza in Life of Pi for always commenting. We love hearing your comments. You guys are great. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week for Part the recap. Two. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.